Hello and welcome to the Fat Geek Became Fit podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about what are the no-no foods. All right, hi. Welcome to the program. Now, this podcast is designed for IT workers, computer geeks, cubicle dwellers, and desk workers or people that are living sedentary lifestyles, uh, mainly because of their work. So I'm your host. I basically fit into all of those categories above. So I'm well qualified to speak about these subjects. Um, okay, so we're gonna be sharing healthy hacks, Jedi mind tricks on how to make healthy living fun, setting many milestones that get you where you want to be. All right. so. Now, today's subject are what are the no-no foods. Um, I have a whole list I'm going to be sharing of what these foods are. And it's just amazing that um, even if you cut out exercise and just basically stick with um, eating right, it's amazing um, the results you can get if you are, say, um, you know, eating out every day at a fast food restaurant, which I used to do. I, I'm going to tell my story about how I pretty much was eating at Panda Express every day. And if it wasn't every day, I was maybe doing Panda Express one day and then like some Mexican place with like a huge burrito or something on the other days. But it was just... I used to go to Jack. I mean, my go-to restaurant was Jack in the Box um, for a lot for a stretch where I'd basically go into the drive-through restaurant. I would get their double bacon burger with curly fries and a milkshake, chocolate and banana milkshake, and that was my meal. Um, I would do that quite often. So. But once I cut out all those types of meals and just brought it back to something like reasonable and cutting out like certain specific foods, um, the weight just shed off like crazy. And I wasn't really exercising. I was just doing some basic things. So um, I want to tell you a little bit about how that all sort of um, went down just so you can get a sense of, um, you know, how it can work for you. And basically, you change your your meals or change your diet a bit. Um, you know, you're going to lose a lot of um, weight just by a few changes. So, as a kid, I'll just give you a little bit of a backstory. As a kid, I used to eat uh, anything and everything, um, and I ate a lot. But I was a skinny kid. Um, my mom said that as I was growing up, that I ate a lot of candy. Um, I don't really remember that specifically, but, you know, she said that I was just a like a candy junkie. But, you know, um, the thing is that we did eat a lot of home-cooked meals. I mean, that, that was the primary thing. We barely ever ate out. I was born in the 70s, so I think the generation that I'm in, you know, that was sort of the way we did things. I think a lot of kids growing up now, fast food or uh, takeout food is maybe more common that's my impression not too sure for sure if there if that's correct but i get the impression um but i think 
having that home cooked meal environment, um, was good. And I definitely appreciate it now that I'm older. Um, I was skinny in my, uh, up until my mid twenties. Um, and that's when the pounds started packing on. And that's kind of around the time when I was, you know, getting more takeout food, um, eating a lot of sort of sugary foods or fast foods that are just sort of give you that sort of jolt of energy and, and help you keep going. Cause you're usually busy with school or work or whatever it may be. Um, I remember specifically there was this stretch when I was like in my mid to late twenties where I visited my parents for Easter and they had a bunch of, um, Easter chocolates sort of just around, um, that they had bought. And so they gave me this bag of, uh, chocolate Easter eggs. And they're those like little ones. They're about, I don't know, they're about a little bit larger than like say a quarter, but they're about an inch, inch long roughly. And they're usually covered with like some kind of decorative, um, uh, tin foil, and you basically just, um, you get a bag of them, uh, in a kind of like a, almost like a fishnet plastic bag. And, and it's just like, you could just eat those things all day long. And I literally did. I just, I took them back to where I was living in California and I just had them at my desk and I was like popping those things all day long. And I just remember, um, gaining so much weight after a week of eating those things. And I just felt really, um, really upset with myself. Um, not necessarily for eating them, but just for the fact that like, um, I, I couldn't handle it anymore. I couldn't live like that anymore. Like the way I did when I was a kid. Um, so yeah, I, I, I guess I was just in that, I was in that trap. I thought I was fine, but it wasn't really fine. Um, cause the weight was just, um, you know, packing on with, without much, it felt like without much, um, input, I would gain a lot of weight if I just ate some sort of foods that were not good. Um, so I was getting to a point where I really wanted to lose, um, all the weight, uh, that I had put on. Um, and I wanted to get out of that cycle of um, fast food, quick fix eating and shortcut, just living like a life of what felt like shortcuts because um, I think a lot of us as IT workers, we know that like we, you know, when we get in the groove of something, we don't want to just stop in the middle of it. It's hard to stop because you're right in the groove and you just need something fast to keep yourself going. Sometimes fast food if we're not really disciplined, we're not bringing food from home. Uh, it can be really bad where we're just going out, grabbing a quick fast food and then, or a coffee loaded up with sugar. And just, it becomes addictive in the sense that like just living that life, um, becomes a routine. Um, but I knew that, um, you know how they say, sometimes you take shortcuts and then they, they catch up with you eventually. And I felt like that was what happened with me. So I was like, okay, I got to get back into like a regular routine. And I, you know, growing up in that sort of home cooked, you know, eating with the family, you know, my mom making dinner and, you know, how they say when you get home cooked meals, like they're made with love. And, and uh, there's something to be said about that when you, when you have that kind of life where you're just 
taking your time to kind of do it right or doing it well in terms of healthiness and just um, it's sort of more of like a sensible lifestyle, sustainable lifestyle. Um, there's something to be said about that, that way of, um, you know, just taking your time to, um, to make food that's healthy. And I'm speaking just from like an emotional, um, almost like a psychological standpoint that like, it's easy just to go buy food somewhere or it's easy just to sort of like make some frozen food that, you know, you just heat up in the microwave. But the, the act of actually making your own food or someone like your your parents or somebody or your wife or, or husband making your own food or doing it together as a family and then coming together. I mean, even if you're single, if you're making your own food, there's just there's a sense of like you're actually taking the time, you're taking the care and the love to to make something that's good. Um, there's something to be said about that. I think it has a lot of health benefits. Um, so, but yeah, I was longing for that sense of like, just getting back. Um, so what happened for me is that, um, it wasn't until I moved back to Canada, um, that, you know, I had this, I had this moment where I came back to Canada. I'd been living in the States. I came back basically between 30 to 40 pounds overweight. And um, this was back in 2005. And, you know, my family at the time, they were, I was basically moving back in with my parents. And I was like in my early 30s. And I was overweight. I had a job. I was basically moving back. I had a job and I wanted to just stay with them for about a month just while I got a, an apartment for myself. So it wasn't like I was moving in for the long term, but nevertheless, I was there with them. So I was in that environment and they were just on the beginnings of starting um, dieting and a popular diet that's out there. They basically jumped on the bandwagon of it. And even my sister who lived across the city, she was getting into it. So the three of them were getting into it and they were saying, yeah, you should get into it. And I didn't really have a choice really because my mom was the one cooking all the meals and I was living there and I wasn't really planning on eating out because I liked my mom's cooking. So, so it was like, okay, we're all getting on this diet and I guess you are too. And I really didn't want to, but I had to sort of just go along with it. I wasn't kicking and screaming, but I was just sort of like, if it were up to me, I would not do this. But anyway, so they started this diet and um, I specifically remember looking at the meal plan and they have a list of what you can eat and what you cannot eat. And the list of what you cannot eat really struck me. And that made an impression on me. That was back in 2005. Um, back in 2018, um, up until leading up to 2018, I, um, or no, I'm sorry. I take that back 20, 20, yes, sorry. 2018. Yep. Yeah. I'd put on a lot of weight. Um, and then I reverted to that list, that list of foods that you can eat and you cannot eat. And I implemented that and it worked for me. Um, but basically I remember my sister 
in that first week that we started the diet, I actually stayed at my sister's apartment um, for about three days or four days. I can't remember just because it was closer to my work. And, um, and so she was gung ho on this meal plan and, you know, she was basically like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do 20 push-ups in the morning and we're going to do 50 crunches, um, just regular crunches. And we're going to do 50 crunches with our legs raised in the air. And that was hard. I mean, that for me was hard. I was really out of shape, but I managed to, I think I managed to do like 10 push-ups or something, which sounds pretty bad, but, um, you know, that's, that's pretty much all I could do. And then we had our, our meal. It was like these little egg quiches baked in a, a muffin tray with uh, spinach, I think, mixed in there. It was really healthy. And then one cup of coffee a day. And then um, we're able to have like these cheese sticks during our uh, snack and then walnuts for a snack in the afternoon. And then... Um, and then the cheese was in the morning, but then, um, you know, we basically just, she, she, I was not really into the whole thing. I was really kind of almost not willing to go ahead with it at a certain point, but I think it was that first week I really got sort of, um, ingrained in the plan. Um, and I think it's because of, there's a lot to be said about changing your environment to, to when you want to start something new, I believe that that if you if you're on the verge of you know getting into anything new like a project or starting a business or whatever it may be, um, I've heard so much, and I believe that's the case for me is that when you just change your environment, isolate yourself, kind of cut off things for a while, within reason of course, but just kind of change your environment that you know you can actually you can flip things around or things can kind of change if you're trying to just kick something off. So that definitely worked for me, but um, I'm kind of rambling here. I'm going to just go into the list of the no, no foods because um, I mean, I can go on with my story, but basically within three months I lost 30 pounds. Um, it's funny because I remember after losing all this weight, um, I saw a person that I used to go to um, Oracle user group conferences with. And that person knew me as a fat guy. And um, I hadn't seen him for months. And then we basically met up to go to another Oracle users group together. And when I saw him and he saw me, he was like, what the, like, you know, when you see somebody who's lost 30 pounds, and I'd like gotten new clothes and, and I looked good and I sort of like was taking some time to make myself look a little nicer. And, you know, he was just like shocked and he almost like gave me not grief, but it was just like, it was, it was weird. It was sort of like, he was almost as if like, you know, you've changed like, man, you've changed and like, what's wrong with you or something like that. So, I mean, you might experience something like that. But you know what, if you're doing things for your health, then that's the important thing. Whatever people, um, if people sort of give you grief just because you're losing weight, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Um, so 
let me just get into the no-no foods because I've been talking for quite a while here. So, okay, so no-no foods. Now, just get rid of all um, processed foods. Don't eat processed foods. Don't eat for your first month. Don't eat any fruit. No fruit. Now, that might sound crazy, but it's true. No fruit. Um, the reason I say that is because fruit has sugar in it. Fruit is super nutritious. I know that, but it's loaded with sugar. You want to bring your blood sugar level down to the bare minimum. And I know we all need a little sugar in our food to some extent, but you want to really bring it down. This is if you're, if you're like 30 pounds overweight, 20 pounds, 40 or, or more. Just cut out the fruit. Give, give it away if you have it in your fridge. Any snack foods, any fried foods, like chips, uh, potato chips, get rid of them. Um, give them away, throw them out, whatever it may be. Um, okay, now... Pasta, get rid of it. Rice, no rice. No potatoes. I'm basically saying no of those sort of heavy carbs. No oatmeal, no bread, no cereal. Um, just basically take it, limit it down to nothing. Um, it's important. You'll. I'm telling you, this is going to get you the results. Um have reasonable sized meals. Don't overdo it, but basically just have a breakfast, like a couple boiled eggs, um, and some, uh, you know, fat-free yogurt with, you can buy some fat-free yogurt. That's like, um, um, well, okay. So they have fat-free yogurt out there that is, um, flavored with sweetener. I'm kind of not into the sweetener anymore, you know, artificial sweetener. So I can't, that's what I did though. I was having non-fat yogurt that was flavored and sweetened, but it basically was, there was no sugar in it. That's what I did. But I, if you really feel like you want something sweet, then I guess you could go with that. And then turkey bacon, a couple slices of turkey bacon, that can be your breakfast. Um, you can have a cheese stick for your lunch you can or for your snack in the morning. Then you can have like a salad with chicken in it with like olive oil and um, balsamic vinegar. But no fruits, no carbs. Nuts are okay. Um, you know, and your meal can be something like, you know, chicken with some roasted vegetables. And then you have a snack in the afternoon before your dinner. But let me get back to the no-no foods. Okay, so we talked about no fruit. No packaged foods, um, or no, no like processed packaged foods that are like heavy in carbs. Um, no rice, no potatoes, no pasta. Um, I think I'm missing one, but basically anything that is a starchy type of food. Now, in terms of vegetables, you have to cut out certain vegetables as well. Cut out corn, cut out carrots. Um, I think beets. Get rid of those as well. You don't want those. Those have sugar in them as well. So the idea that I'm trying to stress here, the overarching idea is that you just don't want anything that has sugar in it to any degree. So that it goes without saying, don't eat candy, don't eat soda or drink soda, like, you know, pop, Coke, all that stuff, 
Fanta, don't drink any of that stuff. Nothing with sugar. You have to just stop. You will lose. If you have a diet that is, you know, you're basically having some fast food on a daily basis or every other day, by doing this, this plan, you are going to lose a lot of weight. Now, I'm not a, a lot of people listening to this might say like this guy, you know, he has no clue what he's talking about um, from a sort of scientific standpoint. And trust me, I am not a scientist when it comes to, or I'm not a, I'm not trained in this arena of diet and exercise. I'm not, that's not my specialty other than I know how to lose weight from a personal like testimony standpoint. So, but I'm telling you, I, we would eat things like roasted vegetables where you get basically like, um, uh, yams, they're okay. Um, or sweet potatoes, they're okay. Um, and some other root vegetables, not carrots, but like we would roast those um, on a pan, and those are excellent. And and you know, there's really there's really creative ways in which um, you can eat where you totally cut out the breads, the rice, the pasta, um, all those heavy carb foods, and just do it for three months, and you'll see um, you'll see a huge difference. So. The fruits one is not so intuitive because people think that by eating fruits, you're going to be healthy, but just stick with lots of vegetables, um, but stay away from anything that is a vegetable that has a kind of a sweet flavor. Um, so I think I've covered most of them. Um, you have to be kind of just use your common sense. Like if you just sort of go with what I'm saying and then you use your common sense around that, then um, you know, you will be, you will be in good shape. Um, so I remember my whole family, we basically lost weight with this and we were all really pleased. Um, so, and you know, at the end of it, I felt like I had a new lease on life. Um, I felt that sense of just back to normal, back to like good living. Um, just like I was saying before, when you have home cooked meals there's a sort of an emotional psychological kind of thing that happens where you feel like, yeah, I'm, there's just, there's like a love that sort of permeates from that, like love for self, love from whoever's cooking the meals. It's just, it's coming through. Whereas when we indulge in some of these other kind of foods, it just isn't the same. Um, but I felt like I just came back to myself and I remember after losing all that weight, one of my coworkers basically said to me, like I was, I was, I was coming up with so many ideas at work. Uh, and I had so many interesting things to sort of say in meetings that were truly helpful to the um, problems that we were trying to solve. And my coworker was saying like, what happened to you? Like, you just seem like you got so much, like you're so smart all of a sudden. And it was just, I think, you know, I just think I was able to think better because the food I was putting in my body was not bringing me down. So I'm not saying you have to cut these things out forever, but just do it for like three months. Um, you know, you can maybe bring back some of the um, sweeter vegetables 
in, um, say, month two. Or you can maybe, like, say, um, you know, bring in some, like, wheat-based pasta, whole wheat pasta, um, or, like, some whole wheat um, bread in the second month. But just keep it keep it low because, really, once you get started, you're going to basically... And once you start getting results, you're going to probably say to yourself, like, you know, this is working. I don't want to, like, change it. I just want to stick with it. Um, after three months, you can introduce those things a bit. But I would say just try to um, do your best just to sort of don't introduce them full force um, when you, when you, um, after three months. And you know what? If you have a day where you kind of slip and, and uh, mess up, that's okay too. I wouldn't beat yourself up about it as long as you're basically working in the right sort of framework or if you're sticking with the framework for the, for the majority of the time, 90% of the time, you will be successful. So don't beat yourself up if you're at a family function and you have, you, you know, you're sort of you know, almost feel like you're obligated to eat the food or it's just, you don't have any other choice. But anyway, that's it. Um, that's my list of, um, the no, no foods. I hope that helps. It may seem just so simple, but, um, it works and, um, it changes a lot. It's not just a physical thing, but it's a psychological, emotional, almost, I would say even spiritual where you just, you're, you're lifted up. You're just, your whole being is different after losing that much weight and, and just even having the discipline and that sense of like pride that you, you were able to accomplish, you know, um, a goal like that by losing weight and um, by sticking and seeing something through. So I wish you all the best. If that's something you want to start partaking um, or, um, something you want to take on for yourself. I wish you all the best and discipline and I hope this um, is a good guide, something that you can use. And I wish you guys all the best until next time. Uh, I will be posting another episode soon that talks about similar things, healthy eating and, um, and exercise. This was not about exercise this time, but that's okay. So wish you all the best, stay safe and healthy. Hey guys, this is Noel and I wanted to tell you about something really exciting that I'm working on. It is called the One Funnel Away Challenge. Uh, I've been working on it since the end of December 2019. Uh, it's an amazing 30-day challenge that basically takes you through building a funnel, a sales funnel, and it teaches you some really deep marketing concepts. Uh, taught by uh, Russell Brunson from ClickFunnels as well as Steve Larson um, and they go into some really mind-bending like ninja marketing tactics um, it's a very eye-opening experience um, they go into the technical details of how to you know create a funnel and how to you know do the different sort of pieces around like technically bringing it up and, and launching it and all that is good um, so I was particularly
driven to do this 30-day uh, challenge because I felt like, okay, I want to do online marketing. I don't know really how all the pieces fit together and work together. And I want to learn um, through some kind of like fast track or something that will just kind of get me up to speed. Even if I don't learn everything, but just something that will give me a decent foundation because I'm sick of the guesswork and I'm just sort of sick of hoping and wanting to do it. And this seemed like an awesome way to do that. And, and it truly is something I learned about myself is that some of the challenges um, were very difficult and surprisingly not from a technical standpoint. The technical part for me is not an issue. I, I, I'm gifted and I'm blessed to be able to solve a lot of the technical things, uh, challenges that come my way. So I, I don't usually feel that's an issue that the challenges I had were really just around um, like self-belief on, can I do this? Um, it was a really eye-opening experience just to see myself um, reacting and responding to the things that they're asking you to do because they're basically asking you to like become an entrepreneur. Um, and so it's like a way that they're basically, they're like kind of holding your feet to the fire and they're saying, you've got to like, you know, do you really want this? Is this something you really want? Then then do this. And I was finding that um, that in itself was a challenge. But the good news is that I was actually um, rising to the challenge and overcoming my fears. So I'm very grateful that um, that I've had this experience um, using this one funnel away challenge. I highly recommend it to anybody who has wanted to get up and get going on doing some kind of online business, but they just haven't done it yet or they don't know how to do it and they're kind of like lost and they're just, they don't know where to start, all that kind of stuff. This is a great way to start and I believe it gives a great foundation. I highly recommend it. I'm going to put a link in the bottom of this podcast so you can um, check it out for yourself and see if it's something you like. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye.